Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 91. And I want to thank you for taking the time to join me on this next episode. I pray that it is an encouragement, uh, perhaps enlightening. Um, I pray that the Lord uses it. And uh, I just want to thank you for stopping in. Um, today is a, it's a very impromptu episode, really. Um, just find myself with a, with a small amount of time. And I have nothing prepared. Uh, just simply came in here and uh, decided that I wanted to to do something. Just let the Lord lead and uh, the Spirit speak through me. So, uh, <laughs> pretty exciting. Here we are. And the first thing that I came to, I think that I really wanted to just speak a moment about. Um, I found in uh, the book of Mark. Uh, chapter 4, and it starts in verse 26 through 29. And then I want to tie it back to, um, as I as I read through it, just to kind of get my mind in the right place, um, I was reminded of another parable. So we'll just read it and go from there. So it's Mark chapter 4, verse 26. He also said, Jesus, speaking of Jesus, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain, first the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. You know, this actually is as much for me as it is for you, perhaps listening. Um, as I think on this, I'm reminded immediately of how there is a timing of things. Um, no doubt that um, in this in this analogy or, you know, parable, um, that Jesus speaks, he's he's using it to to demonstrate several realities, but one of which is God, by way of His just divine grace, He who does a work for God does so, but then without Him doing anything or efforting just night and day the thing that was sown grows and grows on its own despite the man despite the effort and i know sometimes when we when we do a thing that we feel like either god's leading us to or uh, perhaps we just have it on our hearts to do it's it can be somewhat discouraging because you may not see an, an instant result from it. But there is, like this man here, scattered seed on the ground. And it's in this very small form, this very early stage. But whether you're sleeping or you're doing 
the seed is going through a transformation and that transformation takes place in phases and no one plants seed with the intention of it just staying seed and not doing anything. The same is true when we, when we do work in the kingdom of God. There's an intention about it that is to produce a harvest. And that's the, the same is true in the natural. You don't, you don't plant seed with no expectation. So, but when it's planted all by itself, verse 28, the soil produces grain. Now that's fascinating to think about, the soil producing it. Now that's, of course, in, in the natural. But when I mentioned initially, there's an order of things. And as the, as the thing comes to birth, it, it does so first the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. You see, you don't get, you don't go from the seed to the full kernel in the head. There is a progression. And I believe the same is true in our lives, in our, in our spiritual life. There is a progression. And many of us can find ourselves a bit frustrated at the phase or place where we are. But we should, we should take encouragement because in the kingdom of God, there is a order of things. There is a sequence. And where we are now does not mean that's where we will be down the road. And I pray that, that we are not, that we are, that we are night and day, whether we are sleeping or up doing, that the, the seed of our, in our hearts of the word is growing, maturing, and it is through phases going through that which will be ultimately harvested. So um, I would say just take heart that, um, number one, we don't, we don't have to worry about bringing about the thing in which we want to see in harvest. That is done all on its own by God, and, and there are phases to that that whatever God is doing in your life— and you are participating with him in that, that cooperation, he is bringing it about in phases, in increments. And so take heart of that. But as I begin to think about when it says, all by itself, the soil produces the grain. I, re I went back in my mind then and immediately to the, the parable of the sower. That's in Matthew 13. And... Jesus goes through these different um, these different soils. Uh, a farmer goes out to sow some seed, and he fell on this. He fell along the path. Uh, the word the the seed was sprinkled on, on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. And then some seed fell on rocky places where it didn't have much soil, and so it sprang up very quickly. But because of the shallowness of the soil, notice the soil. Um, the sun, when it came up, when things heated up, the plants were scorched. Why? Because they didn't have a deep root, and so the plant withered away. 
And then other seed fell among thorns, which choked up the plants. And then lastly, other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Now, Jesus goes on to reveal to his to those who were with him the, the details of that parable, what it means. Um, so in verse 18, Jesus says, Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy, but since they have no root, they only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. I think there's something to be discovered. Um, this is something that I would like to, just in my own life and in my own time with the Lord, kind of chew on. Since this is this is just happening in the moment, um, organically here with you, um, I think it warrants pondering on um, what we what we can discover about the soil, because he says in Mark four twenty eight, all by itself the soil produces grain. So we see seed. We see it sown, and then we see soil, and it is bringing forth a, um, a result. A, it's producing something, a harvest. Now, when we think about the soil here in Matthew 13, then it, it to me, it, here in the moment, this soil... Um, he says in verse 23, but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. So could it be that this good soil, that perhaps the soil is a reference to a place for the word to land and take root due to our understanding? So how much have of how much importance is it that we understand and have a place in our hearts for the word for God's word for his speaking to land in our hearts and this this is the one who produces a crop that yields 160 or 30 times what was sown so i just pray that we that we each have have a a place uh, in our hearts that is good soil, um, a mind for understanding, 
um, a heart for eagerness to to take and accept and incorporate uh, God's word into our lives and that we would grow and receive a, a harvest of multiples of um, 30, 60, 100 fold what was sown into our hearts. So I pray that this was an encouragement to you. I uh, thank you for taking the time and we will see you on the next one. God bless. If it means that I'm close to you I would trade a million lifetimes for a moment here with